Welcome to the All-Star Networking Podcast. It's the show where you hear from a new expert each week on how to build an all-star network, increase business sales, grow careers, find a job, or enrich your life. Let's get it started. From the Midtown Global Market in Minneapolis, here's your host, Kathy Paper. Hi, this is Kathy Paper with the All-Star Networking Show here at Midtown Global Market. I've got my uh, trusty producer, Matt. Matt uh, is the executive director of the Friends of the Midtown Global Market. You can find out more on the website. And joining me today is my uh, both friend and uh, business associate, I would say, Jolly Nanda, the founder of Vicrity Management Consulting. Jolly, give a little hello to our listeners. Well, hello, and it's a pleasure to be here, and it's nice to meet Matt as well. Excellent, excellent. Well, thank you for being here. You know, a network is such an important part of businesses, no matter what size you are or people professionally, as you're making connections and getting out there that that to talk to you, I was thinking is such an exciting story because I didn't know whether to say whether we're friends or business associates or both, because this is the blurry part of networking. Right. Right. And I guess as you've had such an impressive professional career, you know, thinking about why is networking so important in your role? What's your thoughts on just even the word networking? Yeah. Well, I mean, I think we're all, you know, we're social animals, right? Um, and I think we have to have a network professionally as well as personally um, to lean on each other, to learn from each other and help each other. And I think it's just really important to have a diverse network so that you know you're really making connections with people that don't have either the skill set or the experiences that you have so that you can leverage them um, as as you expand your network your career and even for personal growth right um, I think as as leaders as, as humans you you kind of need to have that yeah oh okay I love the the both personally and professionally piece of networking and having that diverse network. But I like, I like Jolly, how you broke it down to skill sets and experiences. Yeah. I mean, I, I think, you know, we all know that, you know, everyone's different, right? Um, and it's good to know your strengths and weaknesses in terms of, you know, what skills you have and you're great at and what skills, you know, you kind of, aren't so sure about or um, aren't as confident about and it's great to surround yourself with people that that have those strengths so you can sort of have that symbiotic relationship and uh, learn from them lean on them and um, grow through that experience Mm, which is you know I love the the idea of the surrounding yourself with different people and that strength and weaknesses I once read that um little children you know when they're sitting next to each other they sit really close next to each other and they learn and when they're in the classroom they're close together and as we get older we keep more distance from people yeah and and you don't learn as closely shoulder to shoulder I think it's because you know as you grow older you become insecure in showing your insecurities right Um, in that people will judge you that you don't know something or you're not, you know, strong in a certain um, aspect of a skill or something. But I think as children, we're so open 
to absorbing anything that's out there. Right. Well, and, you know, I just think about, you know, when I started my business 15 years ago, leaving Best Buy, if ever there's a time to be both insecure, but also know you need people around you and need a network and all the businesses here in the market, you know, you need a network, you need customers. Um, Maybe just talk a little bit. I know you, um, as your career evolved from being more corporate to then starting your own business, when did you start or how did you start building your network? Or have you always just had people around you? Um, So I would say, you know, that just evolves over time, right? Um, I think, you know, you, you work, um, and you have, you develop a network at work, um, and then through your, you know, personal contacts, you, you know, as they evolve as well, your network just grows. Um, I think, I think for me, um, I think I started focusing on my network. You know, it was it was almost twofold, and I, I think you have the saying about network with purpose, right? Yeah. Um, and and I really value that because. I think you have to bring something to the table as well, right? It has to be, you know, a give and take. And so on on the personal side, it's either, you know, when you're trying to learn something or you're moving to a new place or uh, you're in a different stage of life, like have kids and we're, you know, different uh, schools and stuff (laughs) and things like that. But I think professionally too, um, you know that I'm a jack of all trades and I try like, you know, try different things. And as you move from a role to another, right, you know that you don't know everything. And I think it would be extremely arrogant for anyone to say that, you know, they, that they don't rely on a network to learn from. So I think that's where it stemmed from is whenever you change roles or whenever I change roles, um, I really leaned on my network to learn more about, and I think I'm just a continuous learner, I guess. <laughs> you, well, you are a continuous <laughs> learner, but I, I like the idea of you, you focused on the network or when you change roles and then also just that give and take. And, yeah. I, I, you know, we were talking about uh, just earlier, you know, we're here in the market and you can hear the, the buzz of people coming for lunch today and we were talking about where do you park you know there's all different options with parking so I always think you know when I'm going to any event I want to know where do I park you ask your friends where do you park so just another example of of learning things from your network when you when as you were been building your network what has been sort of a challenge okay you're laughing yeah (laughs) I'm laughing because I think you know this about me um I'm very much an introvert right and um so it's it's been a struggle, right? Because uh, you know that whole networking with with purpose is if I'm doing it professionally, it's much harder for me uh, because I always want to make sure that I'm bringing something to the table that you know the other party is interested in or can gain from. Because otherwise, it, it's just like I'm you know one sided, right? Where either I'm the one that gains. Uh, something and it, it makes me not feel good about it <laughs> right so uh, so that's been difficult for me like if I look throughout you know even even personally that um, I try to I try to figure out like you know if I'm going to reach out to somebody 
is it something that they want to hear about or is you know do they want to hear from me about that um and just because i am an introvert it's just difficult and uh you know large events and you know kind of just blindly meeting people right uh, speed dating professionally <laughs> is, is large, tough large events <laughs> and, and speed dating i'm going to just pause though and say to anyone listening whether you're introverted or extroverted i believe we all have the same feelings until about networking until we sort of find our groove right or our ability to just be ourselves to be authentic and yeah. you are one of the most authentic people I know. Um, <laughs> and yes, it is harder, more, more challenging when you're professionally networking because you're you're just more self-conscious. So right. I recommend to people at least, you know, volunteer or start with things that feel really natural and yeah. then think, how did you do it? So actually, because again, I think you're an amazing networker and an amazing connector. You know, you just did it before this show started. But... Um, what where have you done volunteering or do you oh, help yeah. job seekers or maybe wh- where did you where do you not feel uncomfortable i know large events where you don't do like but where do you just feel like okay i've got think, my groove i think you know like smaller events where uh the purpose is very clear um i i think that's where i have my groove yep <laughs> Um, it's only when it's kind of, you know, the, the purpose is kind of multi-purpose and it's kind of scattered all over. And then you're like, okay, well, this is, you know, it's like, how do you find the right connections and how do you put yourself out there so people can see, you know, maybe what you bring to the table that you want to connect with? Well, and I'm going to just, again, say that, um, in the survey that I did of 600 people on networking, the larger the group gets. So we're doing a one-on-one conversation, yeah. which is you know lovely, but the larger it gets from, okay, if you take three people to lunch and then it moves to 20 people and then it's a room of 200, the more everyone starts to not know what's my purpose, what am I doing? Exactly. Um, so good for you for going to those places. <laughs> But then I think it's also, there's also the aspect of, you know, when you have multiple people, you want to add, you know, something meaningful to the conversation. And so you also want to listen, right? And so I think I take like a step back and I want to listen to what other people have to say. And if, if I don't think I can add anything to the conversation, it's like, Okay, well, <laughs> you know, I'm happy just listening. Yeah, but I, I, I was going to say, I give you an A-plus for we were just at the Mita event celebrating their 50th anniversary. Yes. And we went up to a couple, and you made the conversation so easy. And, you know, again, A-plus. So let's get tactical for a second <laughs> to, to think about how do you decide what to participate in? You're busy running a business. You're raising a family. Uh you know, you're, you're juggling it all. How do you decide where to spend your time? I think it's all about prioritization, right? Um, and prioritizing what needs to get done when. And based on that, you can kind of juggle, you know, what's the most critical thing that needs to get done now. And then you throw in a couple of strategic things in there. So you're making progress in your on your strategic things. So it's always a mix of... You know, I'm very pragmatic about what needs to get done and then mix the very tactical things with some of the strategic things to make your day 
diverse <laughs> and interesting. Um, and that's kind of how I plan my day is let's have a little bit of little bit of both. <laughs> a little <laughs> or, bit of both. Excellent. So because I did, um, you know, you and I worked together on a big project with Zappos. Yes. And do you do things on the screen and off the screen? Because you had already been online this morning. We're here again at lunchtime. Yeah. And so how do you make that decision? I guess you have to know in advance, right? If you're going to be on screen, off screen, um, if you're going to have to drive someplace. So it's just all about planning and making sure that, you know, you, you try to drive uh, efficiency. But also, I would say you also want to drive quality of your interactions. So if the quality of, of the interaction is going to be enhanced by one-on-one or you know actually meeting in person then I'm all for it but if it has no impact on the quality of that then yeah there's just a lot of screen time and online meetings and you know you just kind of have to plan your day in that you know there's screen time there's meeting time and then there has to be decompression time and personal time. Which, okay, so th- this is a great one that you said, driving the quality of the interactions. Because again, you and I met through a, a friend, Michelle, and I noticed right away you are much more comfortable with the technology than I am. Yes. <laughs> and again, for people listening, I know how to download podcasts, but when Teams and Zoom and all of that started, that was all a new experience for me. How do you decide, you know, when you take that relationship off the screen? Let's say you start building, you meet somebody in a meeting, yeah. or you, maybe you meet them on Instagram. You follow them and you like, uh, you know, again, we're sitting in the across the street from the Maps Coffee Um, shop here at the market so for anyone that's listening you go to the Instagram you see somebody how do you make the jump from online to in person so there has to be a a mutual need or a want right Uh, to meet in person so I think the quickest way is to you know if you find that common ground or common interest the quickest way is basically to say hey let's meet for coffee I think those are the best because it's, it's um, you know, the time commitment is less. So do you, you know, thinking about your networking or how you've built relationships with people, are there any other tips you would share? Anything that's kind of bubbling up for you? I think the younger generation is far more, um, I guess, equipped to um, making connections and networking. I, I mean, I see that in, say, the nieces <laughs> I have and, you know, how they um, how they quickly expand their network and leverage the tools that they have um, access to. You know, I think about how one of my nieces and, and Kathy's daughter, we, you know, just recently connected up in New York and, um, you know, they're, they're able to then expand their networks and, again, both professionally and personally, um, add value. And so I think because young people, like you said, like different experiences, I, I think they also know that, you know, they as they move, I think it stems from building connection and just building friendship. But I also see that they connect Uh, professionally and and know that okay they need to grow professionally and they need to reach out and we've had um, interns in in our organization to come in 
you know, it's great being able to support them and helping them expand their networks so that not only can they look at, hey, what's my next role, but how do I grow a skill set, right? And, and how do I learn from someone else? And I think that's really important. But with all of the social media platforms there are today, I mean, I think these well, that, kids are just experts. They, they are. It's interesting. Uh-huh. Your question, Matt, about how, how do the young people network is I think they're very good at it. And they almost don't even know they're good at it. Exactly. They do it unintentionally. Right. A lot of people have grown up using Snapchat where you know where people are by location. And what our your niece and my daughter did is we both said, oh, they're in New York. Right. And then we connected them on LinkedIn, maybe. No, I think just via just text. Just via text. We connected yeah. them. Yeah, via text. And then they met up and probably followed each other on Instagram. And then they yeah. said, oh, let's meet. And now they've met up several times. Now they've talked about work. They've expanded their circles. Their friends have met each other's friends. And I don't even know if they would know they were networking, maybe because you and I talk about networking a lot. Um, But I think they're very natural. The other piece, at least my observation, is sometimes people forget, though, to get in in person. So they're busy. And, and what we talked about earlier is, um, you know, whatever stage of life you are is, I think you want to yeah. have that balance of in-person and, you know, texting. I heard somebody tell me yesterday they only text with people now, with their friends, and I wanted to say, yeah, but it's more fun. You know, meet somebody for lunch if you're in the same city. Yeah, that is that is true. But, but, you know, the advantage of being young is, you know, with all of the new technology, you know, and, and social media platforms there are, I think they are just, you know, on all of them. And not only do they have the time and I would say want to meet in person and desire to meet in person, but I think, you know, the the platforms that they use basically encourages that network expansion automatically, right? And I think for people in our generation, we limit our um, social media time and you know what platforms we're on and uh just because i think it's just natural yeah (laughs) but that's another key difference i see between the two but again i'd I'd say this too and i'm excited to we're gonna go have lunch now salsa a la salsa so thank you for hosting us today we're recording here we're checking out all places in the market but to network with a purpose so again i'm so grateful to you i think you're a a real mentor for so many people in the the medical um, device area you serve on boards you're very strategic you're just a wonderful person networking with purpose so thank you for your time today and for being here on the all-star networking show at midtown global market oh thank you very much for having me on this has been great Thank you for listening to the All-Star Networking Podcast with Kathy Paper. To learn more about strategic networking and making impactful connections, visit rockpaperstar.com. Please join us in supporting the Midtown Global Market as a vital community resource that supports small business, cultural diversity, and free or low-cost programming. Reach us at friendsofglobalmarket.org.